friends. Welcome to Sips of Sunshine, the podcast hosted by Amy Ogden. Sips of Sunshine is a place to share inspiration, positivity, and fresh ways of thinking. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy today's episode, please share this sip of sunshine with someone you love. And now on to today's podcast. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Thanks for listening in today to the Sips of Sunshine podcast. I'm so happy to have you. Um, I'm recording this on, excuse me, I'm recording this on a wintry Sunday in New York City. Just had a great workout at Equinox and worked on some other writing projects this morning. I'm doing this, um, it's, it's this, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like this list project. I'm doing it. Um, I'm reading this book by Kyle Cease called I Hope I Screw This Up. And in it, he challenges us to write five lists of a hundred things. Um, and it's kind of a way to like break your mind open, break through limitations and barriers. And so uh, I started it this morning and it was hard. It's hard to come up with. Like um, the first list is... If you have an idea, what are a hundred ways you can bring that idea from your brain into reality? And so, you know, at the beginning, it's easy. It's like tell a friend, you know, um, post about it on Facebook. In my case, write a blog post about it. But, you know, as you keep going, it's like you you start really stretching. So I think right now I'm at 64, which is amazing. Um, And the idea behind these lists is, you know, so many of us have an inspired idea or a thought or something. And then we just sort of were like, well, I mean, I don't know anyone who could, you know, I don't know how I would do that. And you just sort of move on with your day. And so the idea behind these lists is to break your mind open. And so I did that first list. I got to like 65 items or something. And then I started the second list, which was really hard. The second list challenges you to, um, Pretend like you have zero limitations. You have all the money, you have all the access, you have all the contacts, you have everything you need in the world and write them down as if they are. So it's a little more out there, but again, the idea is to just like break open these barriers you have in your mind to what you're capable of or who you know or the opportunities that are open to you. So um, so it's a little more of like a pretend list. Like my first item was like, I'm friends with Oprah. She can, <laughs> she can help me do this. But again, it's just, it's a mind, it's a mind exercise more than a, you know, more than a reality one. But so that was kind of fun. Um, so I'm really proud to share today's podcast episode with you. This is the beginning of 2019. And as I was thinking about my 2019 goals and what this year looks like, I reflected on 2018 and kind of had this fun idea for a blog post and a podcast, which was five resolutions I wish I made a year ago. And these are things that have really been a positive change in my life recently. And if I had known what a positive change they would be, I would have started them even sooner. So the purpose of this isn't to tell you to do these things. The purpose is to share with you some things that have really changed my life for the better in the past year and hopefully inspire you if there's something 
that you're considering or you're just not sure kind of how to start or how to stop if it's something you want to stop doing, um, maybe this will inspire you to start now or stop now and not wait. Because a few of these, I waited, even though I had sort of that little instinct that I should do them sooner or stop doing them sooner. So, um, so let's just dive right in. These are five things that, um, these are five resolutions I wish I'd made a year ago, but I'm doing them now and I'm really proud. So number one is stop drinking Diet Coke. So uh, I had my last Diet Coke on July 4th of 2018. And if you know me personally, you know Diet Coke is my thing. Um, I grew up drinking Diet Coke. It was the drink in our household. So I mean, I don't even know, like when other kids were drinking apple juice, I was drinking Diet Coke. Like it was just um, something that my mom loved and I grew up on it. And so it was just like an everyday drink. I, you know, I remember in my 20s at work, we always kept the refrigerator stocked with Diet Coke and I would drink easily six a day. I mean, it was, it was an addiction and I didn't know back then how bad it was for me. I don't think I knew, thought it was like, healthy, but I kind of thought it was just benign, like it was just nothing. And I didn't realize how toxic the chemicals and the artificial sweeteners in it were. So um, anyway, so as many of you know, but for those of you who don't know, on July 7th of 2018, I went on a week-long hiking and wellness retreat in the mountains of Canada. It's called Mountain Track, and um, it, it was life-changing, absolutely life-changing for me. They had asked us as part of our preparation for the hiking retreat to go off of all caffeine three days before, which is why I had my last Diet Coke on July 4th, three days before the 7th. I just thought I was going off of caffeine, which included Diet Coke, and that I would go back on it when I was done with Mountain Trek. Again, because I thought it was really benign. It was just sort of a non-issue in my mind. So I had my last day at Coke, and I went on the retreat, and I spent a week really learning about my body and about health and wellness. And um, I remember at one point during the retreat, during one of our seminars, the speaker looked at us and said, I would prefer you have a Coke than a Diet Coke. That's how strongly I feel about Diet Coke. And they didn't know that it was an addiction of mine. I hadn't shared that with anyone. And so I thought, okay, you know what? I went a whole week without it. I'll just see how long when I get back I can go without it. And I just never had another one. And I'd be lying if I said I don't want one. If you put... I see fountain Diet Coke in front of me right now. Honestly, I would lose my mind. I, I want one. But, you know, this is a long game here. I have one body. I have one mind. I have, you know, I've got to take care of this. And so as much as a Diet Coke sounds delicious, what sounds even better is feeling really good and being healthy for a long time. So, um... There you go. Number one, I stopped drinking Diet Coke. And um, here we go. Number two, meditating. Oh my God, you guys. Uh, so I just have had a hard time um, really being able to um, get into meditation. I And I like a lot of things that are like meditation. I like sound healing. I like yoga. Um, so I like 
things that are in this space, but for some reason, meditation to me has just been, um, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just not my thing. And, and more importantly, I had a hard time finding a way to blend meditation into my day. You know, I, there's not a space in my home where meditating felt right. Um, you know, it's not like I live in this big, beautiful home in a sunny location where I could meditate in the backyard. I just, so I came up with a lot of excuses about, well, I don't know where to meditate. And then, um, late last year I was at the gym one morning and I saw a guy over in the stretching area sitting on top of a block with his legs crossed and his eyes closed and his headphones in and he was meditating. And I just had this like aha moment. And I thought, oh my gosh, I can do that. Like that's, I can meditate like that. I can at least try it. So the next day I did, I came to the gym and I set up a block in the stretching area and I sat on it and I crossed my legs and I put my hands on my knees and for a few minutes I meditated. And while certainly, you know, it wasn't an hour-long, deep, transcendental meditation session. It was a beginning, and I've pretty much done it most mornings since. I do it now as part of my gym routine. Um, And so I get to the gym, and before I stretch and get ready for my exercises, I meditate. And I just do it for a few minutes, but for someone who has never meditated and really struggled with it, a few minutes a few times a week is a huge improvement. And I'm really proud of that. So that's another thing that I've started doing recently, and I'm really happy about it. Number three, and this has been, I would say, the biggest shift in the past year. Um, Go to the gym in the morning. And the key here is in the morning. So I don't know about you guys, but I feel like if I go to the gym in the morning, it takes about an extra hour of my morning. But if I go to the gym at night, it takes my whole night. Like I don't go to the gym, then get cleaned up and go do something, right? Um, my whole night is shot if I need to work out after work. And so then what happens is I would wake up in the morning and I'd be like, well, it's cold out or, well, I don't really have enough time to get in a proper workout or like I'd make up all these excuses. So then I'd be like, all right, I'll work out tonight. And then sure enough, halfway through the day, I get some text from a friend who's like, do you want to grab happy hour? And y'all know how much I love a skinny margarita. And then there you go. There's another day that I didn't work out in the morning or at night. And again, going back to um, mountain track, you know, that week-long hiking retreat I did in the summer in July of last year, it just really shifted the way I looked at wellness, fitness, the goals I had for myself. And so as soon as I got back from mountain truck, I made the decision. I was like, I'm going to work out at least five times a week. And I know to do that, I have to work out in the morning. I know that saying I'll work out at night is not effective with my lifestyle. So I did it. And you know what? It was easier to start that in the summer um, because it's light earlier. It's warmer out. So, you know, I'd wake up and the first couple of weeks were hard. I'd set my alarm, I'd get up, I'd drag myself to the gym. But then after a couple of weeks, it actually felt like weird not to work out in the morning um, before work. And if I didn't, I just didn't feel the same all day. 
So, and now like I get excited to go to the gym in the morning. Like it's like I wake up super stoked. Um, I do, I've talked about this before on other podcasts. I drink Bulletproof coffee. Um, it's by the brand Bulletproof. It comes pre-made. I buy it from Amazon, but they sell it at Whole Foods. And so I wake up in the morning. I immediately start drinking my Bulletproof coffee. I take it with me to the gym. It's cold brew. I work out while I drink it. And it's got grass-fed butter and brain octane oil in it, which is kind of like a really, really elevated version of coconut oil. And so because it's got that 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 light rise of caffeine blended with the fat and the brain energy of the butter and the brain octane oil, I just get this really strong energy first thing in the morning. I think that was one of the reasons I had a hard time with morning workouts is I felt like I was kind of running on empty. But then at night, well, we already talked about like logistically, but also I don't like to work out when I feel um, heavy or like all the energy of the day is kind of in me. So in the morning, I feel my lightest. I drink the Bulletproof coffee on my way to the gym and then during my workout. And I just get this really solid energy and great workout. So just to give you guys a real life example of before and after. So Equinox, the gym I go to in New York, they have a really fantastic app and it does all kinds of fancy stuff. But one of the things it does that's really simple is it shows you a calendar of your check-ins because every time you check into the gym, you know, it records it. In May of 2018, before I went to Mountain Trek, you guys, I checked into the gym four times, four in one month. Equinox is expensive too. So not only was that not good for my health, but I was paying a ton of money for a gym I never visited. I would joke with my friends and tell them it was just like a monthly fat tax. I was like, oh, let me just pay my monthly fat tax for like not working out. Um, in November of this year, I checked into Equinox 26 times. That is 22 more workouts a month. And it's because I started doing it in the morning. And I'm really proud of that. Um, so that's exciting. Number four is think twice before I spend. So I think I'm, like I'm a pretty spontaneous person. Like I'll book a vacation with no research. I'll commit to like an annual membership of something without really like looking at the benefits or the full cost. Like I just kind of like, I don't know, I just make decisions without really thinking about it. And for some reason in 2018, I found myself in this cycle of signing contracts, joining memberships, buying things online with very little thought. And honestly, you guys, it cost me hundreds of dollars. I remember realizing one day that I was just out of control and I, I don't know what, why I was doing this. Um, but all I knew was I had this feeling when I would get an email blast about an offer or I'd see an Instagram ad for a product I would decide that there was like scarcity and if I didn't get it right then, I wouldn't be able to get it. Um, it was just so ridiculous. And so I spent all this money and committed to all these memberships. And so a few months ago, I really was like, what are you doing? So I slowed down, but then the holidays happened and you know, I love a good holiday sale. Oh, so very recently I was like, okay, you got to put the brakes on it. And so I'm not letting myself buy things without true thought. That means put it in your cart online and take a week. And if it's still there and you're still thinking about it and you really want it that bad, get it. 
Um, I have even had to spend a lot of time undoing things. I joined another gym right near my house because they were having like a promotion, an early sign-up promotion. And then, and I didn't even tour it. I didn't even do my research or go visit another location. And then they opened and I hated it. And it took like countless phone calls and emails. Yeah, I was within this like um, trial period, but it took so many phone calls and emails to get my membership ended. And, and it was just because I spontaneously joined a gym and I didn't even like, I didn't even think about it. So one of my resolutions that I wish I'd started a year ago because it cost me a lot of money last year was think before you spend, take a breath, take a week, and just think about it first. And then finally, number five, you guys, is to be easier on everyone. You know, the thing with type A overachievers is that we can really suck and be terrible people. And I mean that in the most loving way. You know, we're hard on ourselves because we want to be our best, but that can also translate to being hard on others. And the thing is, when you're hard on yourself, it feels like leveling up and motivation and goal setting and but when you're hard on other people, it just feels defeating and exhausting and like no one's ever good enough. And so something that I've tried to start doing more of late last year and definitely this year is just being easier on everyone. And that includes my family, my friends, and the people I love the most. You know, I wish I had done that earlier last year, 2018. I had a couple soft spots in it, and it was because I was overly critical or hard on the people around me who I love the most. And sometimes when people come to you and they complain or they're upset, they don't want to be told all the things they did wrong to get into that place in life, and they don't want to be told all the ways that they need to like shin up and fix it. They just want someone to love them and listen to them. And so um, this year, something I am going to be more aware of is just being easier on everyone because one thing I've learned is no matter how good my advice is or how strong and valid my opinions are, people are going to do what they want to do and they're not going to do what they don't want to do. And all the advice in the world is really just a waste of energy. So that's it. That's five things that I wish I had started doing a year ago, but I'm really proud I'm doing them now. And you know what? I'm really proud of the past year. I'm really proud. And I am officially a Diet Coke-free, meditating, morning workout girl who's thinking before she spends and keeping her big, fat opinions to herself. And it feels really good. And so if you're listening to this today, my beautiful listeners, and you're thinking, you know... There's something that I've kind of been toying with, but I haven't done it. I promise you that waiting is just going to make the time go by, but you're going to be really happy that you've started it. And so it's a new year. It's the beginning of a new beginning. And not that you have to wait for a new year to start things, but it is a good time sometimes, right? Um, So whatever that thing is, give it a try. If you had told me a year ago that I would not be drinking Diet Coke anymore, and I'd been drinking it my whole life, I wouldn't have believed you. If you had told me a year ago that I would have gone to the gym 26 times in a month, all of those, or probably 23 of those in the morning, I wouldn't have believed you. If you had told me a year ago that I would meditate a few times a week, I wouldn't have believed you. You know, so like, 
the thing that you think is just part of who you are, the thing that you think is like a mountain you just can't climb, believe in yourself because I didn't either, but then I just tried it and it worked. So there you go. There's a little sunshine and wherever you are right now as you listen to this, I know a lot of you listen when you're driving to work or when you're walking your dogs. Um, I, it's so fun to hear from you after you listen to a podcast. Feel free to shoot me a text if you're one of my friends or you know, send me an email at amy at sipsofsunshine.com. Um, it means a lot to me to know that you listen and what resonates. And also, I'm always open to your ideas or your thoughts. Um, but wherever you are right now and whatever you're doing, I just want you to know that I believe in you. And whatever self-limiting thoughts you have of what you're capable of or not capable of or what opportunities are open to you or what doors are closed, um, you can do anything you want to do. I mean, you guys. If I could stop drinking Diet Coke, seriously, you can do anything. <laughs> so until next time, have a great day, and thanks again for listening. I'll talk with you soon. Bye. You've just listened to the Sips of Sunshine podcast with your host, Amy Ogden. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and be sure to visit sipsofsunshine.com for more inspiration. See you at the next episode.